Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugger. I'm joined this evening by two fine gentlemen. I'll start with you, Elijah, my co-conspirator these days. How goes it? Yo, my head's been gone since um, that Lissandra news. I can't even lie. Yeah, I, 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 I hear you, bro. It's, it's, it's after the performance he put in against... Um, after the performance that he put in against West Ham and seeing how much better the team is with him defensively and in terms of like progressing the ball, um, to lose him again for another at least eight weeks is, is hard, hard to take. Uh, we're also joined by Dr. Mike from a hospital that doesn't look like Seattle Grace. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I'm good, man. Don't worry about the Lissandra news, man. It's only an MCL, not an ACL. It's all good, man. And we still trust your medical license nowadays. Apparently, you're you're more of a. a, a <laughs> <laughs> I'm already on the henny. No, you you can. I'm still certified, man. You can go Google my name, but now nah, it's, it's all. That's <laughs> nah, all good, man. It's all good. Like even when I saw the saw the injury, saw the mechanism, I was like, nah, it's unlikely an ACL. So it's six weeks compared to nine months. You got sometimes you got to take your blessings. Yeah, unfortunately, we're also doing. It's been a minute. I can't remember the last time you were on Reams. How you doing, bro? How you doing, guys? Can you hear me? What proper mic, yeah? John Watson, Watson, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Watson, you know? All he needs is a We got to have standards on it, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I like it. I like it, brother. I respect it. Levels. How you doing, man? It's been a minute. Yeah, man. I I can't remember the last time I was on there, bro. I, I haven't been a football fan in a minute still, so... And then you had a bit of joy, and they've taken it away from you. Yeah, they they, they took away my happiness, bro. <laughs> Before we start, I've got to do the usual and plug the socials. Obviously, TLF Mugga, absolutely insane Twitter account. I, I can't repeat that enough. Um, so if you're not following TLF Mugga, please do so. Uh, also, give us a follow on the YouTube, Patreon content coming out. If you haven't given us ratings on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please do so. Uh, five stars, if you would. Uh, with all that being taken care of, I can't remember the last time, maybe you will, Elijah, when we had two wins in a week. Um, can you remember the last time that happened? Hold on, you're mute. Sorry, I think it was November. That's what I read today, but I'm not sure if really? it was... Really? Yeah, I thought it was a lot longer. What, can you remember what the two wins were? Uh, maybe like... Uh, Copenhagen and I, I, I think it was that run where we beat like Everton and Luton and that 
fucking right. Ah, uh, yeah. When, when we were scraping past relegation for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I remember that pod, and I think that we looked at yeah, Luton and Everton. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair, fair enough, man. Um, so not as long as I thought. I thought you were probably gonna have to go to like August or September. Um, so one hand giveth, one hand taketh away. Uh, we'll work our way backward through the games that um we've played in the last seven days or so. Um, so let's start with yesterday's game. A comprehensive. In terms of scoreline, three 0 win against West Ham. Uh, what were your thoughts on the performance, Elijah? Um, first half wasn't too impressed. To be fair, where West Ham had a lot of the game, um, I feel like it was we looked pretty even. It looked like a mid-table clash, if I'm being quite frank with you. Um, but um, yeah, I feel like West Ham had way more of the game than I would have liked. Dad had, had like 13 shots in the first half, which is kind of ridiculous. They didn't have, like, Anana didn't have to do much. He had two de- decent saves. Well, one was quite good and that one was decent. Um, and yeah, um, apart from that, they, they just entered into our half way too much. But we were able to get 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 at them more than I expected, given the fact that they were basically playing a 6-3-1. Moise is very, very sick in the head, but let's not get it into that just, um, it's just business man yeah it's but that's just insane man but that's just insane absolutely insane but yeah um yeah i feel like we um done pretty decent in terms of i mean we we, we saw with when martinez and shaw and mainly were were able to get on, on on the ball even though mainly didn't get on it nearly as much because we keep playing him in this mctominay role where we just push him as high out of the pitch as possible for some reason and then yeah i mean casemiro was still trying those first time hooks into the channels it worked once in the second half but um he is still a bit loose with his passing but he's been better than what we saw in the past yeah um and yeah yeah it was just it was just an in first half i was a bit worried in terms of even though we got the good goal from um the, it was a good press from Casemiro to win the ball back and then great from Hoyland. It's that's the kind of individual individuality you need as a centre forward at a, at a top club just to be able to not have to be served all the time. You're going to need to be able to fashion your own chances. So it was very good to see, and the fact that I, that I took it on onto his weak foot to put it in, into the bomb corner was a really great finish as well. Celebration was fucking awful, but he said that was a one time special. So yeah. Hopefully he he never does that again. Um, yeah, he's obviously like he's been introduced to a vibe that he hopes <laughs> like scoring game in game out and head like you know turn on a swivel go onto your left foot and fire it into the bottom corner. Yeah, I'm a I'm a actor fool. Yeah, I yeah. mean it, it's good to see <laughs> and um, it's nice because we're finally seeing that he's not the oath that we saw for a, a good two months and you, there is actually potential there and he, he is a, actually a good striker and his game is is actually around rounding out really well um he stopped his whining on his on his center backs now he's actually they're attaching off them he's Lillian can play a bit better he's holding up the play a bit better so it's just all, all round the, the performances are a bit better. Um, he still needs a bit more service, but that will come from other areas, and we'll probably touch on that later. But yeah, f- first half was, but it was basically good for United this season standard. But 
below average for normal standards. Uh, nice one. I agree with you. Let's go across to the second half. Reams. Um, so we go in, we're 1-0 one, we're one up. Uh, Hoyland grabbed a really nice goal for Casemiro assist, but I don't think it was the best first half. How do you feel the second half went? Um, I think, um, yeah, like Elijah said at the back end, as soon as, as, soon as Hoyland scored the first goal, like West Ham kind of started dominating the ball a little bit more. So um, I don't think like we ended the first half the strongest. I think the second half... Um, it was a it, it was a lot better. I wouldn't say it was an amazing performance, but um, I think the main difference in the second half is that the the, the wingers started having started having a little bit more influence over the game. Um, in the first half, I thought um, I thought Garnacho was pretty poor, and I thought Rashford like he 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 wasn't poor, but like he just wasn't influencing the game. Like when he got on the ball, he was double teamed, whether it was Sufa and Ben Johnson doubling up on him, and he was just really turning around and and passing it back, a Sancho type of performance, if you will. Um. So I thought in the second half we started moving the ball a little bit better. Um, we started getting Garnacho out in transition, and like Garnacho was really a good outlet. Like literally, like I felt like every time we got the ball out in transition and looked up, Garnacho was wide open there for a pass. Right. Um, and um, obviously that's how the second goal come about. Um, created a little overload on the left hand side. Bruno switched it to Garnacho coming on his left foot, took a shot. You know what I mean? Um. Deflection has gone in. You got to be a good luck there when we kind of needed it because we wasn't really creating much. Mm. And, I think, and I think after that, um, around the hour mark, um, we took off Kobe Maino and brought on McTominay. And I think when we brought on McTominay, it kind of helped us like um, win a win win a bit, win some more jaws in midfield. And we was like right. forcing turnovers. We was forcing like high ball turnovers. And there's a couple of times where we where we forced the turn and I was like, this has got to be a goal. This has got to be a goal. There's one chance I think um. It got to Bruno and he's and he's and he's played it out wide to Garnacho, but he's played it behind him instead of in front of him. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right, and, yeah. And like if we get another chance like that again, it's gonna be a goal this time. On um, McTominay got it and made the right right pass out to um Garnacho and, and and he and he finished it for the third. So I think yeah, do you know what do you know what like with Garnacho is is like obviously right now he's really, really, really rough, like and he's really raw, but mm. he, he just has like I'm a bit lower on his game than I was when he was in the academy, just because looking at how his game has translated to the to the pro level, the things that he's kind of bad at, I'm kind of looking at like, is he going to be able to improve these as his game goes on? Like, obviously, the stuff like inconsistent decision making, maybe getting roughed up physically in in certain duels, like those aren't things I'm worried about. It's maybe just like the ability to shoot. Um, the ability to create his own shot off the dribble and stuff like that. But I feel like as a right wing outlet, it's really simplified his game. And now he's running in behind. And I think like he has a good he has a good understanding of how to like receive the ball on the right wing, like better than Rashford, I'd say. Mm. I feel like Rashford, when he's on the right wing, he, 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 he almost has to come really deep to try to get on the ball, like halfway line deep. Whereas right. Garnacho is better at just like drifting into little pockets of space. Um, receiving it fluidly on his right and, and dribbling inside. I don't think Rashford Rashford is really good at that. Um, so I think so I think honestly, since um the main and I, and I and I speak about this a lot. Like when we play the front three, where we have like Garnacho on the right and and Anthony on the left. Sorry, it's the other way around. Garnacho on the left and Anthony on the right, holding up front. I don't ever think we're gonna score a goal with that with that front three. <laughs> honestly, I don't ever think we're gonna score a goal. Like I feel like we play a thousand minutes, we will never score a goal. Yeah, no threat. But with Rashford in the strongest position on the left, running in behind, dribbling, um, combining with Luke Shaw and with Garnacho 
providing energy, uh, pacing behind, uh, a bit of dynamism with his ball carrying on the right. And Hoyland, now spaces are opening up for him to score goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, think, I think we've seen in the last four games where we played that starting lineup as 12 goals. Right. All the other 19 games, I've seen a stat, we scored 19 goals. In the four games we have in the, in the nineteen games we haven't played with that front four, so yeah, there's something there. I think obviously there's still room for improvement. I think um, we've seen what you get in terms of like ball progression when you have like Luke Shaw, Lisandro, Diogo Dallo has been top this season. I feel Harry Maguire is good on the ball. We know that, um, even though people, some people think he's not, but I, I think he is. Um, so I feel like that that back five we have is really technical with Onana and go as well. Right. I still feel like we have a, some issues in midfield in terms of like once we progress it out the first phase when we're trying to get into the second phase, mm. um, we don't have great receivers. Right. We don't have great receivers. And may, the, the guy that's receiving the ball most of the time is Bruno Fernandes and I don't think he's a great receiver. Obviously, they're, they're playing Kobe Manu a little bit higher. I guess I'm not really sure what, I'm not really sure what the, t- the angle is behind that. It's not really... Tim really like- an interesting guy. He really is. It's hard to get behind some of the stuff he does because for me, it's really weird. Like, he, he, okay, so when 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 Manu first comes into the team, yeah. he's playing him as a six. So people are like, oh, maybe he sees him as a six. But now that um, an actual six is back in the team and Casemiro, he's right. playing him as more of a ten. Right. Like, why does he keep skipping the obvious that's right in front of him? Like, it doesn't make no sense. Yeah. Yeah. And he has Bruno playing as more of an eight. It doesn't really make any sense. Like, and Manu, we, there was a uh, there was like a um sequence in the first half where like. Lisandro's played a nice little um, reverse ball to Maino in the first phase. This is like towards like the left back position, and Maino just shifted it, little shoulder drop, created an angle, nice little ball through to Bruno Fernandez, and literally within two passes, we've broken West Ham's press and went up the pitch. And that those kind of things can happen all the time if the manager just kept things simple. But yeah, I still think um, I like I like the front three we played. I like it. Um, the back five, I like it. Um, yeah. Casemiro back in terms of like, just like winning draws, even though he gets spun a lot of times because he likes to dive in a lot. I don't know. I don't know. He just loves diving in. But where did that come from? By I don't know. I don't know. I know he never did that. At Real Madrid. It's mad. No. Or, or maybe he did, but maybe he was just a step quicker. But I don't know. But he likes diving in. But he's winning ground duels. His his ability to cover ground is better than like Amrabat or like you know what I mean aerial duels. Um, he is a good passer. Like when he's not. Oh my gosh, watching the difference because obviously my, my yeah, main issue, yeah. yeah what well, my main issue with him was just how the frequency of those sort of like high risk passes. He'd try about half of his passes as passes which are 50-50. So try left foot, leaning back on the swivel volley, trying to cut it through like we know you don't work on that shot. Yeah. <laughs> we know you don't work on that shot. When do you practice that shot? So watching <laughs> watching him yesterday, um and and, and midweek just quite calmly, just pass it sideways, receive it from the centre-back, give it to Manu, take it back, was very, very nice. And then I think there was a couple more, like, adventurous passes where he kind of, like, lobbed it over the over the top for Garnacho to run down the right. And like, that's okay. That's that's what we need from you, bro. We don't need you to try and be what you're not. And I don't know if that's part of him being instructed to do less. He's not, I, I see him making less of those box-to-box runs, so we have a bit more structure. Yeah. I mean, and, every, and, 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 and with Casemiro... Every game, he's gonna make two, three passes where you're like Ross. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that was mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's gonna give you ten ways launching the ball to the moon, but he's gonna give you that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, This guy can actually pass. So I'm gonna come across to you, um, Doctor Michael. So mm. that's back-to-back wins. But yeah, I'd be, I'd be 
remiss if I didn't mention the elephant in the room. Um, Lissandra Martinez, who's obviously come in and done really well all over again. He he, he like lost Absolutely. that extra weight that he was carrying when he came back from, from his summer. Um, I think they tried to get him to bulk up and he was looking just as agile as he was looking mm. last season. Comfortable on the ball, aggressive to go out and get the ball, fizzing the ball between the light. In fact, his biggest issue is that he doesn't have teammates who are technically competent enough to take the full advantage of his uh, passing ability. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're the one who still has a medical license. I still certified. <laughs> <laughs> they, they take off me yet. <laughs> yeah, so um, I want you to just give us your thoughts. Obviously, you're not in the room, but on his injury and mm. what we now have lost again with him going out of the team after a couple of games, man. Yeah, so he was, he was he had a tangle with Sue Fowl on the, on the touchline. So, um, with, with the mechanism of injury, when I saw it, like, they call it, they call it valgus stress to the knee. So, basically, do you know where people are, like, sort of, uh, they call it knock knee. So, where yes. their knee kind of bends so inward. Rafael so yeah. yeah. Boom blast. So, <laughs> how, that stress to the inside of his knee, yeah, obviously you got the medial collateral ligament there, so one of the ligaments on the side. So yeah, I think he just strained it, and you could tell by the mechanism that's usually the way you strain it. So obviously he tried to continue, and then obviously the the pain was too too much, and he had to concede. And I think reports have come out that it was an MCL strain, um, he's, or sprain, I should say. So he's going to be out the game probably six weeks. That's usually the amount of time. He doesn't need an operation, which is fortunate. He doesn't need to go under the... Also, under the line, so when they so. don't need an operation, they just rest. Like, just put your feet up for a bit. Yeah, so rest, rest, recuperate. The standard stuff, because it's going to be swollen. It's going to be painful. So the bog standard stuff, they could call it rice, rest, ice, compression, elevation. And okay. then it's a, it's, a, it's a case of getting, getting doing some rehab exercises with the physio. Okay. So, so that's that's a main aim. They may even immobilize him in a little brace, but I don't. It depends if he really needs that. I don't know, but it'll probably be more of a case of resting, physio, and then hopefully we'll, we'll have him back on the pitch in six weeks. And obviously he's our he's the number one defender on the team sheet. And even you can hear Eric Ten Hag was just singing his praises, talking about how much of a big miss it was. And you could tell he probably he took the shine off the performance for him. I could tell Eric Ting, I was probably pissed off that, you know, like he's, he's key component, the way he starts his attacks. What players in the team, and this is also for Elijah and Reams too, what players in the team would you actually say are more important than Lissandro Martinez? No one. More. I don't know. I, I don't know if you can say more. Like I think you miss. You definitely miss Casemiro's influence when he's not playing. I think we're a different team without Casemiro. But I don't know if he has the same impact uh, when he's I mean, gone. Rashford. You can say Rashford because when Rashford don't play, we don't have a we we don't have a threatening front three without him. Yeah, I feel uh, like Ace. Yeah, you can't. Buy I feel that. like Rashford, but that's more so because his replacement is going to be Anthony as well. I feel like that. <laughs> yeah, so the drop off is the drop off yeah. is like mountainous. Yeah, so like if his drop off was a mod and it was like a fit of fire in a mod, then maybe it could it, it won't be great, but it'll still be much better than what Anthony will provide. But yeah, like Maguire is a better replacement center back than Anthony is. Like, a oh, oh, by far, by far. So yeah, but I think like when Lisandro's playing, like you see like how much easy, even like with Onana, like. When when Lizanda, we've been, everyone's been wondering why has Onana's passing ability gone? Like he's just launching mm. it to the moon every time he gets it. But now that Lizanda's on the pitch, he has, just has someone. 
when I see Onana play now, I feel like the only person people he passes to in the first phase is Le- is Lisandro and Kobe Manu. He right. doesn't want to pass it to no one else. If there's anyone Trust. else, he might try to clip it out to like uh, Dallo or something like that. But he's not passing it into the middle unless it's those two. If it's Bruno, he's not passing him the ball. And this like, is the thing I always say, like, the, when you watch these guys play, they actually give away how highly they do or don't rate their teammates and the decisions they mm. make. So I watch you every day in training, and I know if I play it to you in a congested area, that ball is coming right back. And it's mm. actually better for me to try and clip it out wide and find somebody in the wide spaces. Only, and like you said, Lissandro and Maynard are probably of those groups, the ones I really trust with any sort of, <laughs> pressure to be able to swivel turn be confident find a teammate with intention and purpose and when yeah like i said losandro feels like he's our best defender at this point despite being five nine which is crazy and and then you and then you've five got nine. Me. <laughs> 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 uh, boy <laughs> he, he is the we same sure about that. he is the same height as aria Ariana Grant Grande, my guy. He's hundred percent sure. Hundred percent. There can't be a shoot. There's no shoot. I've seen him. I've seen him on the pitch against every team. Now he's a midget. Like he's actually five six. They, they five. Put Messi, yeah. They put him beside Messi, and there was not much. Messi was taller than him. He was on his tiptoes. <laughs> he was on his tiptoes. Insane. Insane. Thank you for funny. that ten pounds. But he's amazing, man. He's he's absolutely he's absolutely immense. Um, cool. So that was the game uh, yesterday, and with that, we pulled off two wins in a row. And we went to 38 points. We're almost back even in terms of goal difference. We still owe the Premier League one goal. Uh, we've got Aston Villa next away, so we'll see how that goes. But I just want to quickly Ooh. touch on the midweek blockbuster. I was saying on the main pod a few weeks ago that any Premier League game that has like loads of goals, everyone's like, Premier League classic. That's, a, that's what the Premier League is all about. Um, but I really enjoyed that game. I guess from my perspective, what I want to ask you guys is what, what were your learnings in terms of that game should not have finished 4-3. That's that's a game that should have been out of sight by, by halftime and we should have run it pre- pretty comfortably. So what did you see in that performance that potentially worried you? Because I think at this point, we're probably aiming for fifth. I think we're, between City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs, you've got four teams who I think are better than us. Villa, depends on how real you think their watch is, but we're aiming for fifth, sixth. What did you see in that, at that Wolves performance that potentially worried you for the rest of the season? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Is um, obviously the, the obviously we can't keep tanking chances, but like at this point in time, I'm not even in the mindset to complain about missing chances. I'm just glad we're getting chances. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, we blew another two goal lead, which like I'm sure it's happened more than it's not happened this season. Like I'm sure Elijah will probably tell us how many times we've been two 0 up. I'm pretty sure like seventy percent of the time we've blown that lead, and most of it most of it's been in the Champions League. Um. It's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like naivety. I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know if the players are just stupid. But like, every time we every time we concede to go like, to make it 2-1, we always fold. Like, we, you just know it's going to come. It's like predictable now. So, obviously, we didn't do it against West Ham, luckily, mm. um, which is a good sign. Uh, but yeah, I feel like 
that Wolves performance was probably one of our best performances of the season. And at the end, you look at it, it's 4-3, we're fighting for our life, we need a last-minute goal to win it. And you're thinking to yourself, like, yo, like, every time, I feel like, what was the other game when we was balling? Was it Galatasaray at Copenhagen when we was mm-hmm. balling? Rashford gets sent off. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. It's chaos again, like, yeah. I don't know. We just need to. We just need to. We just need to be a little bit more sturdy. And I guess, like, I would say, like, having Casemiro and Lissandro back would be helping. But it happened against Newport. It happened against Wolves. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really know. But I, I guess I, I'd rather look at the positives because there's been so many negatives this season. Like, I feel like we finally found a front three that we could we could score some goals with. Um, I guess we finally we're, we're finally at our strongest midfield with with Mano, Casemiro, and Bruno. Even though I'm still not. I'm still not loving it, but I guess it's more about how they're set up than the actual personnel itself. Agreed. Agreed. Um, that's on the manager. Yeah, and and obviously I'm happy with our fullbacks right now. Um, and I feel like Varane, Maguire, and Lisandro, they're all playing well. I feel like they've all played well this season. So that's that's at least a three centre back rotation that I'm happy with. Johnny Evans hasn't been horrible when he's come in. As long as you don't have to see Lindelof, we should be all right. <laughs> yeah, he gave us a, a little that's- cameo. Go That's on. crazy, you know, because last season Lindelof was certified third choice, and now yeah, he's... third choice, yeah. Maguire took his chain back. It's crazy. Maguire took his chain back. Listen, it seems that we 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 struggle to find players who can give us back to back consistent seasons. Man, it's 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 stunning in in all honesty. Obviously, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Maynu's goal. Obviously, I've watched it so so many times, but. Dr. Mac, I want to. I want. I want you to give us your your thoughts because that was when it went to three three. I was like, we've seen, like you said, Reem, we've seen this game so many mm. times. We've seen it in the Champions League. The presence of mind, the composure. There was just something about the finish that just said, "I've done this like a hundred times in training, man." And he said, oh. Anthony, don't touch me, man. Don't." Oh, There's something new about the goal that I love. That was the best part. He said, Anthony, do not touch me. You are not involved in this goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that cameo, that cameo, that cameo almost that cameo almost made me lose my love for the game completely. <laughs> that was the maddest cameo I've ever seen. I've never seen that. Like, do you not remember Rashford versus Atletico Madrid in the Champions League? Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Like when he came on and he didn't do anything <laughs> right. Wrong. Like, when he came wrong. on, he didn't do anything right, and he like he was responsible for the goals we conceded as well. Like, right. <laughs> every, action was wrong. Against us. every action was wrong. Yeah, I remember that. Bloody hell, we've suffered, what, man. Was it against... Was, really was, what, was, oh, my memory's gone. I don't know if it was the Wolves. It might have been a Wolves game because he came on and played left wing, innit? Yes. Yeah. The first play he was involved with, yeah, he's through on goal, one-on-one. Bruno's played him. He's tried to control it with his left foot and his first touch has taken the ball backwards, bro. I'm like, this is the worst play I've ever seen. If that was Dan James, it's a goal. Right. If, if that's a Langer, it's a goal. Yeah. I, uh. And yeah. it's like Ten Hag, I think you said it, Elijah. And I, I didn't think this was the case. I thought Ten Hag had actually given up on him. But it's like Ten Hag refuses to accept defeat. How? No, 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 can't, though. He can't, he can't. We, you he do realise he's getting, you do realise he's getting bleak test minutes right now, right? Yeah, I'm not to be getting those minutes. We shouldn't be seeing him at all, man. Sure, but I don't think like he's ready. Like, if, if, getting to the point where Anthony's getting no minutes is like crazy. You know yeah, what I mean? No, he's but just the fact that he's lost his place in the team is enough to show that Ten Hag knows. Yeah, no, but, he knows what's going on. But the fact, but the fact that it took this long, and the fact that 
the the fact that even now he's coming off the bench when he shouldn't really be coming off the bench, it it still shows that the, 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 there's still a side of him that that he needs it to work because even even though even the reports are saying that he's going to the board saying that he needs more um, backing and f- f- and funding, you can't go to a board and say that. Meanwhile, the biggest and most expensive signing is rotten on the bench. So yeah, I do yeah. feel like. So- I do feel like Anthony is so bad, which is like I always say about him. Congratulations to him for being this bad, where you're a marquee signing and you've literally been ousted with little to no con- con- competition. But the worst thing, he's not even bad for like a team aiming for like Champions League standards. He's, he's bad by the like pro footballer standards. I don't know how he made it. I think that's terrible. <laughs> He's just. How the hell did he come out of Brazil, man? Bro, he he played for Ajax here, who were the most dominant team in the Netherlands at the time, and he had meaty stats. That's what we said. Yeah, he had meaty stats for the most dominant team in the crap league. Yeah, yeah, if that's not the reddest flag you've ever seen, it's crazy. I said it from the start. If 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 you're not putting one in one with with your GA, at least. I, I, I don't want to hear it. Go look at Javi Simons' stats in the league last year in his, first, in his first season as a pro, bro, really. His first full season as a pro. He is not even like a goal scorer like that. He was putting up numbers because he's just a good footballer in a right. rubbish league. Right. Oh, Facts. Gosh. Facts. I, I can't believe... Like I'll just never forgive Ten Hag for this, to be honest. Yeah, that, that is... He could win the Champions League. If he wins Literally. the Champions League... You Literally. don't get to come to the parade because he signed Andy. Nah. Watch <laughs> <laughs> the parade from his sofa. Let's go. But oh, like, it, like, even if even if we sign him for fifteen million, my I will be exactly the same. I will be exactly the same. I yeah. can't lie. No, come on. Like, no, if it's fifteen million, it'll be easier to put him on the bench. It'll be easier. Yeah. Right. We wouldn't we wouldn't see him until he'd be buried on the bench. You know what? You know the ones where they're like, oh. We're only talking about him so much because he costs so much. If he was 40 million, nah, fam. If he was 40 million, I'd still be fuming. We, maybe not, because obviously we signed Donny van der Beek for 40 million. I know, no one don't really, no, 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 but that's but that's different because the way he plays the game, he plays like he's a ghost anyway, so he's just hard to see everywhere. That I knew James, yeah, we signed for 15 million, we were all onto him every single week because he was shit. Yeah, true that. Yeah, that's a good example. True, true, true. Oh my god. You're right. You're but right. yeah, Maynu, that goal, man. <laughs> oh, so yeah, class. Do you know? Do you know? how I know this team has battered me? Yeah, because when that, you know, usually like when a goal like that goes in, you run around screaming, blah 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. I was literally like, I had no like, just finished outwardly. Yeah, I had I no outwardly like reaction. I was just like, that's fucking Thank god. It. I was like, that's it. It was oh, just yeah. like. I was just looking to the heavens like fucking oh hell. Roller coaster yeah, of emotions. It's when I started watching the goal back and I started seeing little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, Amari Forson done really well in this goal. And I'm like, right. yeah, that yeah, little shoulder yeah. drop he, show, he, he gave to send Lamina the wrong way to open up the yeah, space. Yeah. Like, the finish, like he's like he's bent it in. I'm like, that's an Henri. I was like, this goal is mad. Actually, actually, actually class, man. I, I was a broken man, but like two seconds before the goal went in, I was a broken man. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. As soon as that netto goal went in, I was like, yeah. Look, as soon as that nail goal went in, I was just in the pub laughing for like five minutes. I was just laughing. I was, I was laughing. <laughs> they, they, they put out the madman in the corner. I was laughing like the Joker, cuz I was just there laughing for the time. 
Oh my days! I don't uh, like you one of them. Long day when that goal went in because I was thinking, yeah, this is like a fight. This is gonna be a nice little feel good win. Right, right, mm. right. Because right. Wolves are not Wolves are a decent team. They have got a good coach. Yeah, so they're they the top ten now. They're yeah, the top ten now. Yeah, we can add that to another. We can add that to our top ten record. We are away wins against the top ten in almost two years. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you, um, Reams, about Amari Force, and obviously he's a player who's been at the academy for a few years now. What what is his? What do you think of Mr. Talon? What's his profile? Where do you think he's best used? I think in the press conference, Ten Hag mentioned that he would have wanted to get a striker in. We didn't have the money to, so he's going to have to be creative with Ahmad and Forson. What sort of player is Forson for those who haven't watched him? For me, Forson's a between the lines player. Like so, for example, in preseason, um. For the first few, because he, he started the first few friendlies in it against like Leeds and Leon, and that. I'm pretty yeah. sure he started on the left wing against Leeds, was it? In the first preseason game, I, it was Forson, Sancho, Ahmad, no? If anyway, but anyway, Ten Hag was playing him on the left wing for the first few preseason games, and I'm like, he looks, he looks ass. Like he don't look good, and I'm just like, nah, I'm not really feeling it. I wasn't really feeling him, yeah. It's not until um, what was the last friendly we had yeah, where we played one game at Old Trafford. Then we played another game the day we, after with like a whole different squad. We played we played against Lons and then we played an island. I can't remember who was it. Some Spanish team or some Spanish team. We, we was yeah, playing. yeah. I think it was Bill Bow or something like that. Yeah, I think it was Bill Bow. So he's played in that game and he's come on at centre mid. And I think at the, I think at the back end Bill Bow was down to ten men as well or whatever, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's playing in centre mid and I'm like, yo, like he's balling out, like. Look how he's receiving a ball in a half turn. He's combining, giving goals. You touch, I touch. Like, yeah, like he looks like he's a midfielder. So I've been, so I started watching him the start of this season for like the 21s and he's played a lot in like the UEFA Youth League as well, isn't it? Mm. And I'm just like, yeah, this kid's a number 10. 100%, 100% number 10. Obviously in, in the youth teams, he's played a lot out on the right wing because he's left-footed and it's just easy to shunt him out there. But do you know what? How, how can I describe him? Do you know how I could... He's kind of like... He's not too dissimilar to like a Donny van der Beek type of player, you know? Okay. Like, Good at good at receiving between the lines, good at little first touch layoffs. But with him, the difference between him and Donny, he's a little bit more like he's got a little bit more ingenuity in his dribbling, like kind of like older guard, kind of like can keep the ball close to his feet, can like mm. shift away little shoulder drops and stuff like that. But he's really like a nice little technical between the lines playmaker, right. and he could really strike the ball with both feet, like right foot, left foot. He could really, really strike the ball. So, yeah. um. I guess I guess when I started really thinking about it, I'm like, Ten Hag really likes this kid. Like, he's obvious. It's obvious that he really rates him. Um, and when I start, when I kind of arrived at that Donny van der Beek comparison, the other comparison I had was um Steven Berghaus. So okay. um, remember Steven Berghaus? Oh, obviously, yeah. when 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 Ten Hag had him at Ajax, he kind of played him as that kind of like third midfielder between the lines, kind of because when Berghaus was in England, I'm pretty sure he played on the wing. Yeah. Um, but on the Ten Hag, he played as more of like a centre mid. So those are the kind of like in terms of envisioning what Ten Hag sees in, in Amari and like where he's going to play, that's the kind of vision I had, that Steven Berghaus, kind of Donny van der Beek, final third right. connector, um, can be a playmaker, final ball, can be a goal threat. So mm. yeah, I, I think, I think, I think, I think that's the type of player he is and I think that's how, that's how Ten Hag sees him. It would be nice to see him on Amad, like him on him, him through the middle on Amad on the right wing with like Rashford and Hoyland running in behind, like two really like technically secure playmakers. And you know the thing with Amari, he's really like, He's got a good frame as well. Like if you see the goal, um, um, Manu. Manu's goal, like the ball's coming to his feet. He's he, he's pinned it. 
He's yeah. trapped it, pinned the defender behind him. I've actually underrated. I, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was like, kind of, I was maybe a bit like you guys last, kind of stopped watching. I was like, how the hell have we managed to draw this game? Uh, and next thing I see, he's shifted the guy. And I just, I just kind of looked up just as he was like curling it in. And then when you watch the replay back, I was like, who's that? Who's kind of held the, and that was really good, man. But YG. Yeah, one of the hardest things about playing in between the lines is the fact that you have to receive the ball with like your back to goal. Yes. Mm -hmm. When you play as a six or you play as an eight, a lot of the game is in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Like being able to receive the ball with your back to goal, being able to like find that bit of space, being able to turn on it, being able to make the ball stick. Yeah. That's a lot of like, like Bruno really struggles to do that. Like Juan Mata, again, when Juan Mata was here, he really struggled to do that. That's why all of his best performance came out on the right wing. Yeah. Mkhitaryan, like a lot of them all struggled, struggled with that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Having that as a part of your skill set already at his age is is a big positive. Like honestly, if you would asked me at the start of the season if I thought Amari Forsen would have made it into the first team, I'd said no. But at right. the same time, if you asked me if I thought Willie Kambala would have started the Premier League game this season, I'd have laughed in your face. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you told me Hannibal Medbury would have started the game this season, I'd have laughed in your face. Right. If you told me Pellegrini was going to start against Bayern Munich in the Champions League, I'd have been like, yeah. maybe. But <laughs> you know what I mean? a lot of things have to go wrong. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so. I guess I guess the struggle with Amari is the position he's best in. There's a dictator. There's a dictator in that role. Dictator's not enough. There's a terrorist. Him, him John Ung is currently occupying that role. He's banned everyone from wearing leather jackets. No one's allowed to say. This. No one gets subbed. Like so, like where you where where like for a player like him, it's the same. It's the same issue. I guess kind of like Isaac Hansen Aaron had like. Where is a player of that profile going to find minutes? Like, I guess the only way you can find minutes is on the right wing, which is unfortunate because that's why I'd want Amar to get his minutes. And I think right. Amar's a bigger talent than Forsen. Yeah. I think this is where I was saying it the other day. This is where I think you said it at the time, Reams, and you said it at the time, Elijah. We could have done with being in the Europa League. We could have done know, with... It was copium. I'm telling you it was copium. <laughs> it was copium, bro. Had enough players to rotate... Um, and give some guys because some guys just need minutes, they just need minutes. And Bruno Fernandes cannot literally play every single game if we're playing on a Thursday and we're playing on a Sunday. So, something would have had to give, you know. So, we actually missed a trick not getting into that competition because now we've got this kind of like one game a week as, as well as the FA Cup whenever that comes up. And it's just not enough minutes, especially when every game at this point, from Ten Hag's perspective and our perspective, we're chasing, we're chasing the teams that are mm. above us, right? So, I think. I thought Ahmad would get more minutes just because of how quickly he was brought on against Nottingham Forest. And I think that was a good cameo. Like, for a guy who hadn't played for a few months, he was the only one getting on the ball, linking up, beating players, looking confident and competent technically. And I thought, OK, Ten Hag's seen enough. that like, we'll definitely start seeing a bit more of Ahmad. And just nothing. Obviously, he had that illness. But, yeah, just to see him go from that to now, Forson's getting minutes and he's not. It's a bit hard. It's a bit hard to take, to be honest. I think um, so. Someone has said Forsen has like uh, contract issues, though. So maybe they're yeah. trying to show him that. Uh, yeah, that's, I, I think that's a very big reason as to why Forsen's okay. playing. I, I believe he rejected his last contract, and he, I think he has six months or left. So I feel like okay. they're trying to show. So that, 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 that's a literally lose him for free type of. Yeah, type of yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah. Right, they have to, they have to show him love. So yeah. I think they're just trying to show him a path, and, and unfortunately, that's coming at the expense of Amart, but. Um, yeah, yeah, fair, fair enough, I guess, man. They're like, yeah, sign a contract, and we'll, we'll do you like we did Hannibal. Trust me, fuck with the winning team. All right, looking ahead, like I said at the top of the pod, our next game uh, is away at Aston Villa. That's now without Lasagna. Uh. 
Yeah, that's now without Lissandra Martinez. Um, we know what Emery side looks like at home. Elijah, how how are you feeling going into that one? That's gonna be a. Ooh, ah, that's gonna be a. That's gonna be a. Yeah, man. Them man love it. Them man love it. Be, yeah, Villa Park as well. Mm. Yo, with. With that Fugazi 4 2 2 2 that they play is high up the chain, Watkins and Yabi Bailey. Like, they yeah. just got bare, intense man. That man could yeah, run. McGinn, that man yeah. run. And, like, if there's one thing that is the antithesis to United, it's man yeah. that can just run till it hurts. And Villa have that, plus they have quality on the ball and they are good tactically as well. Um, me like me personally, I've I'm not gone into a game and thought um we're gonna win because of this, this and that for a very long time. I just I'd go into games hoping for the best well, because happens, happens, yeah. Because the way we play, there's no rhythm or rhyme to to it. It's just on the day, whatever ha- happens happens. We are literally at the behest of the gods where whatever happens, happens. Like this is not a team that fills you with any confidence they could spring a surprise on, on you in a good way or a bad way and going away to Villa Park with our record yeah it's not fun and the way Villa trounced us there last season as well that was Emery's first game and I think it kind of took us by surprise with the way they played with that 4 2 2 2 um so yeah I'm not. I'm just not sure. I, I don't think the team will change much. We'll probably just be Maguire in for Martinez. Right. But um, yeah, for me, I'm concerned about Menu in there just because that midfield is going to be uh, it's, it's, it's going to be hell. Kamara again. Them boys get to tussling, man. Oh, fair. <laughs> we'll see. Like you say, let's finish up with some listeners' questions. Uh, first question is from Young underscore Moo. I really like Disu's point on the main pod about our players lacking severely in one of three main aspects, physically, mentally, and technically. What are some examples of players post-Fergie that were great at one or two aspects and just needed that one or two more to be elite? For example, Bruno Fernandes and a brain. Uh, I also think Bruno's lacking technically, to be honest. I think... I think- I exactly. think he is lacking. I think he's lacking physically. Yeah, I think that's a poor example. I think the I, biggest... I, I think technically might be the best he's got going for him because he can. Yeah. <laughs> because even even mentally, that guy's in the fucking mud as well. So um, he gives up. He gives up easily when it's not going yeah. his way, man. Um, I, I feel like the biggest one is blind, just physically. I feel like. Good shot. Give him oh, that. Excellent technically. Give him that. That's a perfect player. I, I yeah. think Juan Mata. If Juan Mata was a if Juan Mata, if Juan Mata had eighty four yeah. pace, just eighty four, bro. That's yeah, we, 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 we do. We, we would have something to work with if Juan Mata had like eighty four pace. Because <laughs> mm. I always got annoyed between him and David Silva. I was like, what? What? Why is Silva excelling, but Mata can't do it? Oh, Silva's Silva's better in tight spaces. That's why. Mm. And, mm. and also he had that bit of intensity as well just that bit where he was able to shift yeah yeah mm. Matt was like very like yeah tranquilo 
Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, Silver just came across more robust as like a. Mm. They're both short guys, both five seven like Martinez, so you know they both handled themselves. They're both taller than Martinez, I tell you that. (laughs) 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 Who else can I think of who was maybe had one of those really that they were really? Hey, hey, listen, if Lisandro, if Lisandro had the same ability at six foot tall. That 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 he he is competing. He's been the best I've ever seen. He is competing with Van Dyke. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Best defender in the league, yeah. Bro, yeah. Evan a few more inches. I think Martial mentally. Um, in terms of, I feel like yeah, he did for, have no GCSEs. Yeah, he was he he, he was a dumb fuck, and yeah, also yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's very slow. He's very, you can tell he's slow. You can tell. You can just tell. Also, like I feel like he's such a confidence guy. Like I don't think he shows it, but he's such a confidence guy, and I feel like that's so bad. But to be fair, like you, you've seen it with Nani as well. Like he massively dependent on confidence, but he was just a bad player to be fair that's you know that, that's another thing i like about garnacho you know i don't feel like garnacho, yeah, yeah i don't feel like garnacho's like confidence in himself ever wavers like he's no. insane i love that celebration i love it so someone said someone said ronaldo didn't go to saudi to get away from ten clark he, he moved to saudi to, to get away from garnacho because that obsession he has yeah he is ticking off every celebration one by one do you know how crazy that is no no when i seen him do that yeah i was busting up i was like <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i thought he did it to copy because no could just no it. he done it for ronaldo he wait said, wait what what I thought he did it because Kudus did it. No, no. I, 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 that, yeah, right. all of Ronaldo's celebrations because he loves, he loves, he loves no, Ronaldo. So, like Ronaldo's so, his guy. So remember when Ronaldo scored the hat trick against Atletico, and then he sat on the on the billboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he done it because of that, and I think in the post interview he said something about my inspo, my inspiration about um his celebration or something like that. So I literally think he done it. To copy R- R- Ronaldo again, which because yeah. you've been working his way through Ronaldo's celebrations, no, he's he done actually, the... he's, he is he he is wired very differently. But it's a right now it's in a good way. But now he's on that right wing, and we know what happens when you play on that right wing for Man United. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm keep the number seven away from him. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that 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 shirt. <laughs> Interesting. All right, cool. Is there anyone else who comes to mind who maybe had one of the three areas? What, 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 what would you say about Rashford then? Because obviously, physically, he's quick. Maybe Rashford's a mental thing as well then. Yeah. yeah he's he's a Mr. Purple Patch. Fully dots. Do you know what? He's... Rashford's a mad athlete, mad technician. Like, mm. like... But he's very much a confidence player as well. Yeah. Like... Yeah, but it's, I think... I, there's few guys who aren't. I think, man. I think we. I think we. I think we. It's really, really a certain. You have to be cut from a certain cloth to be, be able to block out all the noise, and you're just able to perform regardless of what's going on around you. Because I think if Hoyland had those half chances he had in his first few games, and that one that got like ruled out because the ball went off, if one of them had gone in, I don't think he goes through that whole 
barren spell that he went through in the Premier League. The Brighton, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the Brighton goal should have been chalked off anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But you, I'm, add, I'm adding that to his end of, I'm adding that to his end of your total. <laughs> you literally saw him come on off the bench and be a handful and actually put himself about and just miss like crosses and whatnot to slowly like retreating within himself, retreating with, to the point that you wouldn't even see him in a game. He wouldn't try anything. So I think most guys are confidence players. He scored some mad offside goal. That offside goal he scored against Galatasaray was mad. Plus, plus. And, and even, even against, was it against, was it against Wolves? He had offside one against Wolves as well. Rashford's like passed it into Garnacho. Garnacho's turned on it, played it in behind him, and he's like, kick, and he's like, finished it. Oh, it would have made it. It would. It would have made it what three 0 against Wolves. Yeah, like right at the end of the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember it. Oh my god! So he's like one in three now. He's got ten in twenty eight, which is for all the boo board talk. He's he's done all right for himself. Uh, next, he, 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 he could end it. He could. I I set a target for him before the season for sixteen. Yeah, I think he's gonna hit that. He Depending on how this front three is looking, like he might get 20. Like, if you'd asked me before the season 20, I would have been like, that yeah, would be cool. a bad return for like an under 21 striker. Like, agreed, someone, 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 someone tweeted the other day, um, does any other so, um, gun, um, Hoyland's under 21, right? Yeah, so he's like, does mm-hmm. any other 2003 or born or after striker have 10 non penalty goals this season? And none did. The only player that did was Jude Bellingham. Mm. So about this story, so yeah, Jude is the only one with more. Jude is the only striker with more goals than him. So about this story, Jude. I'm a dude by this story stand now. I'm not a hater anymore. He's my favorite player in the world now, especially after he dealt with certain boy the other day. Oi, that, you know what? That one, Boy, that was unreal. That no, is a, this, is a dude, this is a dude stand right now. I, I, I love it. He needed to let him know that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he needed to let him know that. You're not in the next country now. Listen, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think the worst thing is, is that I think there was some reports that said um, that um, Bellingham was linking up with Greenwood in Spain. The way his camp came out and shut it down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no game. Like, hey, yo. <laughs> Don't mix That's me. <laughs> Literally at the same day. You never yeah, I've never seen someone duck, duck Greenwood allegation so quickly. Bro. <laughs> he shut that down immediately. His PR team right now, yeah, they're working overtime. They're the, they're, the they're the best I've ever seen. 100% the best I've ever seen. He's on the path, man. He's on the path. Real Madrid, listen, Real Madrid, league champions league, and if England win the Euros, serve on Mr. Roy, we're getting a ballon d'or. Ah, bro. We're getting a ballon d'or. 100% we are. Yeah, yeah, friendly facts. He's, like, obviously, with all the quality midfielders they had, I was a bit like, are you sure you want to go over there and tussle with them, man? Because uh, they've got literally a collection of the best young midfielders in the world, like 25 and under. But he's he's doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. He's he's quality. <sighs> anyway, back to Bruno. Anyway, ZS underscore London. Uh, shout him out. Sends a question in every week. A couple of questions. How are we feeling about Poyland? I think we've answered that quite emphatically. And second mm. question is, should Lissandro just sit out the rest of the season Feels like this season isn't worth risking him. What? Do you know what? Yeah, if you would have if you would have said if you would have said this to me before them little three, four games he gave us and he reintroduced me to that vibe, I'd have been like, yeah, yeah, because I haven't seen him in a couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I haven't seen him. 
I have an I have an agenda against midget footballers anyway. Right. So like, <laughs> but he came back into my life, yeah. <laughs> and I saw what I was missing. Now nah, bring him back, bring him back, bring him back. You need to, yeah, expedition real quick. Dr. Mike, MCL sprain, what, two months at the most? Yeah, 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 two months at the most. should be like six no, weeks. No, but but the, concern, the concerning thing is that United said at least two months. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're not trying to rush it like they did the last one. Yeah. Just, it's always better to sort of uh, under-promise and over-deliver, isn't it? So, you know, you make it sound like it's going to be worse. Ah, oh, it's going to be this one. Then he comes back quicker. Then it gives a boost to the team. It gives a boost to the yeah. fans. And what what happened so. in the summer, though? Because they had him looking like the Incredible Hulk when he came back. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell was that about? He was looking stiff as hell, man. He couldn't turn. Nah, but, <laughs> like, I don't think the his metatarsal healed properly. And mm. I think they could tell that in preseason, but they thought, oh, maybe it's just a bit, like, stiff and that. And he'll be able to work his way through it. But from but from time they had to take him off against Arsenal and Wolves, they still let him go on international break. Right, they still right. let him play through versus Brighton and Bayern. It's like, come on, bro, like that's insane, man. Not ten how would that listen? I'm fucking cooked without this guy. I'm absolutely cooked. You know what? I might even take you up fifty percent, man. I don't trust none of these youths. And then he just realized that this is the thing, and I think if we discussed it, like how Ollie ran some of these players into the ground is like. None of these managers are ever thinking about the welfare of the players. Mm. They're like, I need to win now. I'm not going to rest you or whatever so you can be better for next season. I might not be here next season. Yeah. I need you now. Your hamstring's Selfish. falling off the bone? Just take some Panadol, you know? Let's just... let's, <laughs> just, let's have, some, have a bit of rub. Back out there. Hey. Yeah. The DP out here. Straight rock. Yeah. So he even tried to get that. It was so obvious he was injured because the whole weight of a grown man fell on his knee, um, mm. fell on his body. And they're like, you know what? After... Yeah, so, I don't really... That's, that, that's, that's the kind of shit that pisses me off. It's like, Kobe Mainu. I, m- I remember someone tweeting me like, oh, is Kobe Mainu injury prone? I'm like, brother. <laughs> Another human being fell on his ankle in preseason yeah. and he got injured, and he had a little knock like the back end of last season. Right? Like, when did he play? Yeah, he played yeah, it in the Leicester game. Crazy. Yeah. And like, bro, like he's had two injuries, bro. How could two injuries make you injury prone? Like, facts. Especially when the actual like contact. You, might, you can yeah. see the United fans might be dramatic. You know why are United fans so dramatic? I don't get it, bro. You got nothing left, bro. Bro, we have nothing left. <laughs> Oh my god, bro. there's nothing left for this fan base, bro. Like, we've got what three, four players max. If a guy max. if a guy does a sprint down the pitch, and every time he does a sprint down the pitch, he's grabbing his hamstring, then you can say, Okay, something's wrong here. But right, another right, grown ass right. man falling on your knee does not mean yeah, you've seen it as well. That's the thing, it's not just they're not seeing it, they're seeing the injuries happen. So, you don't believe in your eyes now? What's going on? And listen, Lisandro broke his foot and it didn't heal properly. That is that, that's not his fault. That's right. the people that's supposed to look after his recovery's fault. So right. cool. They went and they went and rectified their issues, come back, and mm-hmm. he's got another like unfortunate impact injury. Like, yeah. It's a physical game football. Yeah, man. Uh next one is Assad XGH. Wasn't expecting to get six out of six points this week. Won't see this again for two months, thanks to Kufal. My question. Not sustainable over a season, last gaps wins with YG scorers. Winning, though, <laughs> though not sustainable over a season, last scarf wins with YG scoring winners is the best feeling. 
What's the best last gasp win for United? I mean, we're, we're we going old back? enough to re re remember Fergie, so that's a hard quote. 99 was before my time. I wasn't living in the country at that point. Yeah, mm. I don't remember that. I'm trying to think of some last gasp Fergie. Do you know what, yeah? There was a hilarious game against Man City where Paul Scholes scored a last-minute header when he was still... Oh, that, that was... We were chasing Chelsea real quick. And, and I was... That, and I was, was the, that was the 17th of April, 2010. I will never forget that. Wow. 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 Patrice Everett. Patrice Everett bombed down the wing, put a ball in. That cross he put into the box, ah, Patrice. Postal was crazy good in the air for a midget, you know. I don't... He's such... Yeah, was the maddest player ever, but he's actually yeah. a footballer, man. He could do it. He was all. good at bare stuff he wasn't supposed to be good at. Yeah, he could really do it all. Michael Owen scored the last gas winner as well, didn't he? Yeah. 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 At home. But the only thing about that one is that I didn't I, I didn't watch that game live. I was, like, I, was like, I had a football match, so I didn't watch okay. it live. Yeah. So yeah. Wayne, Rooney, Wayne Rooney against AC Milan, Champions yeah. League in the first yeah. leg. We spoke about that last week as well. Yeah, yeah. slide on carpet that goal. Yeah, that was that one. Because I watched it back. Um a few months ago, and in my memory as a kid, he was so far to the right when he yeah. got like, how, <laughs> how did he beat Dida from the angle? And then when I watched, I said, Okay, fine, Ed, Ed did the box, but on the right hand side, how about how about, how about Marshall versus Everton FA Cup semi final? Yes, that was class. I'm trying to think of others because I've been to my I did see 99, that was crazy. Beckham was my guy in it, and obviously Beckham was on corners and whatnot. Um, and once we equalized, that was brilliant. So and then, yeah, so do, you know, do you know what? I think one of my faves would have been Rio versus Liverpool in in 05 06. That one did the gun fingers, yeah. No, no, that so that so so that was the next season. Is that when Gary never? What is that? Oh, that was Gary a banger with his crazy. left foot in it. That was with his left foot, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but the one I'm talking about was a header where Gary Neville went to, went to go celebrate in front of the Liverpool fan. The way we got battered that game, yeah, at home, mm. they smashed us up. I just scored the last minute in in my house with all the Liverpool scores. Yeah, my top was off. My top Victoria. was fucking off. Okay, I remember that. Do you remember we had a last do, O'Shea when O'Shea won it for us? Was that last minute? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. yeah that, that was that one was crazy as well. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else because there's been so many. Honestly, when Fergie was at the helm, you there didn't was, it was just like every it, it was either that or there was a comeback win. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think were there any towards the end of his time that were really memorable. There was the four three with Newcastle where Hernandez scored last minute, but that was that wasn't really. There was that best nice one since we've in the last ten years that we can remember. Nice comebacks, last minute winners. Last minute winners. There was that Rashford one against Hull. Yeah, but that was just a normal Premier League game. That one was really that late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, 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 obviously, Rashford against PSG, yes, yeah, yeah. that's probably the most I celebrated. That's probably the most I celebrated the goal in a minute, fam. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The said, I, I, ain't, I ain't got the minerals, man, bro. That would have been a hat trick as well, you know. Yeah, no, the, the thing is, yeah, people <laughs> don't talk about that enough. He literally, yeah, he literally gave the ball to a, to a youth man. <laughs> How old was Rashford? He'd have been like what, 22, 21? Yeah, no, yeah so young, he, younger. 
Yeah, so he would have been 21. Oh because this was March 2019, and he's born in October. So he would have been 21. Yeah. The cojones on that boy. Bro! He ran from the ground. Ball of Grundy, man. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Man missed out on the hat-trick to win a tie. Because we were still been talking, we talking about a hat-trick to this day. You know? Bro! Right. Like, it was shit, but remember that hat-trick in PSG, though? Bro! And yeah. he said, no, what? I'm more scared of missing no, it. I'm too scared of missing it. I don't want to hear about it. He only went back to intern. He was talking to like, the director. Yeah, I remember one player in the dressing room, man. 89. But the mentality. Man said, Aslani, he's decent, yeah. But I'm thinking, yo, you're, you're just talking to talk, my guy, man. He loves the sound of his own voice, man. He loves oh. it. The mentality. <laughs> he said, shit, man. Yeah, we, 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 we had some good days, man. Uh, next one is David Seller. Uh, Shout him out, long-term listener as well. What is ETH's ceiling in your esteem of him as a manager out of 10? And how much has Anthony Purchase affected that number? I was about to say something mad and I tried to remember this is like, yeah, a good platform. We're trying to like, we're trying to make it somewhere. He's ceiling. Whatever number any of you give, I'm going to need to take an, a one-off that for the Anthony purchase. No, ETH's no. ceiling is making top four FA Cup, maybe win a Europa League. Actually, do you know what, yeah? Listen, I didn't, I didn't like this season, or you're talking about he's throughout Man United? Last season, I thought he made the best out of like a bad squad. No doubt. This season, I feel like his decisions are, are counterproductive. I, I, a lot of them I just don't understand. And I hate when I get to a stage with a manager where like, if he was doing like everything that made sense and the team just wasn't performing, then you could just be like, okay, maybe the, right. maybe the players just aren't good enough or like, but he's doing things to actively make his job more difficult. And I just yeah. don't, he's doing things, he's putting players in positions that makes their job harder based on what their skill set is. Kobe yeah. Maynard, what's he good at? He's good at receiving in the first phase. He's good at evading pressure. He's good at progressing yeah. it with his either his carrying or his passing. You're playing him on the same line as Rasmus Hoyland to run him behind and receive passes from Bruno Fernandes who wasn't good at any of those things. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so it's just little things that... Even the whole thing with, like, he's now decided that Harry Maguire can't play left centre-back for some reason. Right. Like, like he hasn't played that position his whole career. Like, it doesn't make no sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I want to say, like, listen, um, I'm not sure how Omar and Ineos are going to look at, like, what he's accomplished this season. This season could still end up good. Like, we could still maybe finish, like, fifth and win an FA Cup, like... If we ended the season like that, I'm sure, like, and we ended the season playing good football and good form, I'm sure, like, the fans would be like, all right, maybe for the fifth time in a row, we have yeah. something to build on this summer. Let's not fucking tank it away. And hopefully this time will be different. Um, right. But when you look at when you look at things like spent £145 million on Anthony and Mason Mount, back-to-back transfer windows, have they moved us? Have those, have those two signings moved a needle, even an inch? No. So it's, it's it's little things like that, like so maybe if they wrestle a little bit of power away from him, just tell him to shut up and dribble and get back to being a coach and bring in the right profiles, the right players, the right quality. Then maybe then, then maybe because we've seen him, we've seen him be successful. We've seen him be successful previously. We've seen him coach good teams previously. So I don't know. I don't know if it's just the pressure of United that turns everyone a bit mad or turns everyone a bit weird. But like I'm literally like I was so. I was so like optimistic. I was so high on him for what he did last season. And even this season when we started the season struggling, I was like, obviously, even when I used to come on the podcast, I used to be like, yeah, we're missing, we're missing certain players, we're missing certain profiles. But when he started 
like when you look at United's squad, it's not an amazing squad, but mm. there's no chance in hell this team is bad enough to be going machine for machine with Newport County. Like let's let's yeah. not take the piss here. Yeah, and there's no way these Champions League international players are on the same level as fifth tier players. It's not. It's not. It's not. Copenhagen, Galatasaray, all these teams that don't have better players than we do, but we couldn't look better than they was. Like that's got to be a coaching thing. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this is. Now that the squad is a little bit healthy again, I know as one guard and next one barn in this fucking squad. Then Maguire was injured. Lisandro come back. Lisandro's injured. Maguire's come back. That's been happening a lot. But Casemiro's back. Uh, Shaw's back. Um, Mount is gonna come back. Malassia is gonna come back. Right. We'll we'll see how the season ends. But I don't know, man. I just don't like weirdos. Like, I I just don't like weirdos, and he's been doing a lot of weird shit. Would you say though that? So when you look back at the managers who've managed us post um, Fergie, would you say that they've acted... Well, remove Oli because that's the only real job to really judge him on. Would you say that they've acted how you expected to act or things ended up... So what I'm trying to just decide... Louis Van Gaal and Jose Mourinho, 100%. There was 100% them. There was 100%, themselves. Yeah, there was, mm. Everything they did is like what I said to them. Maybe if you gave Louis Van Gaal a little bit more time, he could have had something cooking. Maybe, maybe he could have something cooking, but like the players, like the play, the squad, he, the team he had was really poor in terms of quality. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's probably the worst we've been post Fergie. Yeah, it's that's like Joe, Joe. They they gave Jose quality. They gave him Paul Pogba. You know what I mean? Mm, like Lukaku. Yeah, like Matic and whatever in it. So like we, he was he wasn't rocking rocking out with Morgan Schneiderlin and fucking Bastian Schweinsteiger in midfield. And Velasquez um, Fellaini. Yeah, but yeah. So, but like with with Ten Hag, I feel like. People say a lot of things that like he abandoned his principles. And I'm like, okay, in the first season, I could give him that because he didn't get the players he wanted. In the second season, he signed Mason Mount. That's who he wanted. And he's dropped him for fucking Scott McTominay. So who knows what the fuck his principles are these days, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's had some shocking, some shockers with them transfers. And yeah, yeah. I think the fact that he gave him power with the transfers shows some of these deficiencies that maybe wasn't so prevalent when he was at Ajax, i.e., Sign, signing players and then realizing they're duds when you get them. It's just like, like what, what's what's going on with the scouting network? What's happening that this is even happening? Or why, as you say, was he given this authority? But I think, yeah, now what well, this season is top four will be a magnificent. I think we're eight points behind uh, fourth place, and we've got uh, infinite. Hey, let me stop you right there, Doctor Mike. Are we doing this again? Yeah. <laughs> we no, 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 I don't mean to happen. I don't mean to happen. Eight points behind fifth place in our worst season ever. Three wins that we there. That would be him exceeding expectations. That's By the way, how how are we only eleven points behind Arsenal? By the way, is that true? Yeah, eleven points is loads. That's bare points, bro. That's like three losses. That's that's you. Three losses. But still, I would expect to be like eight with, with, with the way with the way we've been this season. I expect to be like eight, like eighteen points behind them. I don't know how we're doing this. yeah, we 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 gained two points on Tottenham this weekend. I think we gained two points on Aston Villa as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah no, 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 they, no, they, 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 they smashed Sheffield five. Oh yeah, they smashed up Sheffield United, didn't it? Yeah, so, they won. Yeah. But the thing but is, if we, 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 we beat Aston Villa on the weekend, we could we could we will be five points behind them. Five yeah. points behind them. That's bare points, but I'm sorry now. That's bare points. No, no, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot. It's, but we have got a crazy like five, six game, six, seven, eight winning run. But, 
the thing is with with villa because they're in the europa conference league i feel like they want to go far and that they might tail off a bit and with the fact that fifth place is probably going to get champions league just because yeah. england have so many teams in europe will just be stacking right. up the coefficients with west ham aston villa yeah. city yeah. yeah and arsenal um, I feel like we'll, we'll we'll probably get that fifth place, so we'll see with that one. But I don't know this team. I know this team; they can just do they can do something crazy both ways. We might finish tenth. We might finish top. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> you went top top. I don't know. Lad has been on the heady man. Hey, that's too much, Eddie, right there. He said, Don't fucking kill me, man. Um, so just to come back to his question in terms of like our esteem out of 10, I'd say for me at the moment, it's a five out of 10. And then he'd lose one mark for the you know what? You know what? What one mark is no longer enough, it's two. Yeah, Anthony's gone from just like a bad player for the money to like the worst player I've ever seen. Like, yeah, no, 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 Name me, a, name me a player that's played for Man United that you thought was really bad. He's gone for that one. Bro, like, he's been like 35 games in the league. He hasn't got a goal, no one assists. Jamari Forson has one. He's played two minutes. No, no. You, no, you, no, you need to understand. I, I, I broke it down the other day. I thought, I, I think, like, in like the last 40 games, he has like six goals and assists, bro. I look. I, I was looking at the championship this weekend. I was looking at all the starting wingers in the championship, and I'd be like, "Yeah, but I'll have him. I have him over Anthony. Jaden, Jaden a bit day, so I'd have him. Jack Bro. Clark, yeah, I'd have him. It is insane. Like literally, you can go down to like tenth in the championship. You'll find a better winger than Anthony, and I'm not even joking. Bristol City have signed a winger that's better than Anthony. Leeds have got like two or three even. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's bloody scary, man. I I can't believe this is our life, man. Like generally, you know, LeBron. That is the worst football signing ever. That's the worst allocation of funds in the history of like money. Like, <laughs> this is not the like value to pay for. That's, that's the worst allocation. That's the most money football. that's ever been wasted. Look, <laughs> that's the biggest Whoa. scam since Enron, bro. Biggest <laughs> scam since Enron. <laughs> is that whole scam, bro? Biggest scam. No, oh my biggest god, man. The worst allocation <laughs> of funds in the history of money. Ever since people stopped bartering skills <laughs> and they started using legal tender, nobody has used money worse than the AEW. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bloody hell, bro. No, bro, no. no, guys, he can't be this bad. No, I no, 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 you, 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 you need to understand. The, the the money we gave to Ike was so bad it tanked them. That, that that's how bad it is. <laughs> They've been in a month ever since. <laughs> They've been in a they month ever since. That money's cursed. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so yeah, I think for me it's it's got to be like a three at this point. Like the football shit, he's ostracized the players. He's misused funds. I can't stand the look of him anymore. Like everything he says is bloody bullshit. So at this point, I, I, I actually dislike the man. I haven't gone to the stage of detesting him because I still feel a little bit sorry for him. But I dislike I dislike the man. No, no doubt about it, man. But 
in terms of rating out of our previous managers, where does that free rank him? Yeah. <laughs> Oli's the bottom, man. Oli's the bottom. Do you no know what? Doubt. Yeah, this 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 season was trending towards being the worst season we've had post Fergie. And I'm looking yeah. at the table now, and I'm like, we're only like, I'm like, bro, why are we like, we're we're like sixth. Like, we could probably end the season fifth. Right. Still in the FA Cup, like. Right. Jose, is that, is that exactly, that's what Elijah's saying. For how Jose's last season, Jose Moise's season was the worst, mm-hmm. and then Jose's last season. I'll tell you why, yeah, because obviously Jose's time was horrible, mm-hmm. but then Ollie came, tricked us with that purple patch, Woo! and then our end of the season was a disgrace. You don't remember we was losing to Huddersfield and them kind yes. of Nathaniel Mendes Lang and them man was cooking us. Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Why they didn't wait. To the end, even if they were going to make any decision, why would you just give them a contract with like the PSG, the PSG game? The PSG, you know game? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, nostalgia and them wins, boy. We didn't have a good performance after that game, <laughs> literally, literally <laughs> from March 2019 to December 2019. We we're winning a game a month. That we were just, I, I, we were just winning a game a month. Yeah, it horrible, was that bad, bro. Remember the start of 1920 when Marshall bro, it was insane. Rashford, Rashford, Dan James, Andreas Pereira. Hey, hey, don't, that, don't take me back there, man. Those first few months were was so bad, so so bad. But Bruno came in January, innit? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, for me, the worst true. season was definitely the Ronaldo season. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, 21-22 on the Ramnik. No, Spot no, no. On. Facts, that, facts. That, that season. That season. Really? Nothing good happened that season. Name me one positive thing that happened that season. That season was actually horrendous. I woke up on the 30th of January, 2022, and got the Mason Greenwood bang. Oh, my God. That bang hit different because I was against my team. That was a Sunday. I don't know what happened to me on the Saturday, but I slept in. Normally, I'm an early rise on the weekend. And the Mooga chat had, like, 250 messages. And I was like, what? It's that a bang, hit, that bang hit different. That bang hit different still. Bro, yeah, yeah. I yeah. woke up at six, six a.m. I said, "Oh, I can't believe Mason done it." I, 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 I said, "Please be Mount." I said, "Please." It was Mickey, it? it was Mickey's tweet. <laughs> it was Mickey's tweet. That's the first tweet I saw when I woke up as well. And I, I was like, I, I, I and said, I was like "What have I missed?" And then I saw it, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" Then I heard the voice notes. The, vo- the voice yeah. notes. I think at the top, I was like, when it was just the pictures first, I was like, "Oh, maybe." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fucking hell, man. And now, nah, but season was a disaster. <laughs> that season was actually horrendous. Like, yeah. literally, I've I've not seen a team with that much talent play as badly as that. That was a season. How, did, every- we, how did we even end up in the Europa League that season? No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, no, we got knocked out by Atletico in the last last sixteen. Because that, because that was, that, the that was a time. Shit show. Yeah. yeah. But in 22 23, we was in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. So, yeah. So we finished seventh, right? Or sixth? No, we finished sixth. Who won the, who, who, oh, Liverpool won the FA Cup and the League Cup. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so we got that extra. We got that extra. Yeah, yeah. Spot, I think. But literally, oh my. Because literally, if you look at our point, bro, we, we, we conceded 57 goals. 57 goals. We we had like 58 points, yeah? Somehow we managed that. If you look at our, our points from about the Newcastle game at the start of the season, it was basically like lower mid-table. With that, with that amount of talent, the way we played football, I will never forget that Newcastle game where we drew... This was when Newcastle were in the fucking mud. We made them look like, oh, like the Harlem Globetrotters, bro. On my life, 
Nah, that season literally took so much. I still hate players now because of that season. Oh, no, no. That season was the worst time in my life. I, I couldn't believe it. The only good thing about that season, yeah, it was the first time that Wan-Bissaka got dropped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Had he been a stalwart up until then? Yeah, yeah. Oli, he, he, but on the Oli, he, him, him, he was basically Bruno on the Oli. Like, <laughs> never got dropped, never got subbed. Literally, him, Maguire, and Bruno. Yeah. First three names yeah. on the team. But you know what was crazy? I'd get on the spot every week with you, man. Then, ah, he coached a 3 0. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. That was football. That was for free. That was for three, four weeks. It was versus Middlesbrough, Southampton, and Burnley. I, I, I remember that one. We got yeah, your memory three, is crazy, bro. We got three one ones, and we Middles thought, was yeah, FA Cup one, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah Middlesbrough was FA Cup yeah. one. <laughs> the only, the only, the only good, the only good thing about that season was them two games on the Carrick. Yo, that Arsenal game that should have been the pre. We should have known we had a real one. That Arsenal game, that. that Arsenal game was yeah. I think that might have been the, the highlight of, of the season still. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And he dropped Ronaldo. I said, yeah, this guy, he knows what it looks like. He, no, he, the, he, dropped, he dropped Ronaldo. He dropped Bruno as well. Yeah, I said, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last few questions. Uh, Iotech237. What does Ahmad need to do to get some minutes? Feels like he's behind not only Garnacho, but also Anthony and Forson at the moment for some bizarre, bold reason. Um... I think uh, we touched on that already. Arnold with two R's, two D's. Evans or Maguire? Who do you trust more to start with uh, Lissandra out? Maguire, obviously. It's going to be Maguire. Evans is literally like 64 years old, man. Let's let's give him... We might as well well give Willy Kambala some run, see what we're working with, man. I agree. I agree. Uh, Next one is from A1 Qualms. Neto and I Nuri... For Malassi and Anthony, plus a first-round La Carrington pick. Obviously, I'd do that deal, but Wolves will fucking hang up. Never do that fucking deal. La Carrington pick would have to be like Shay Lacey or something like that. Yeah. That's to be the best we have to offer, like Jay Fitzgerald or something like that. Oh, man. Next one from Kenny Boy. The three players to build around or only Maynou's worthy? And it's a picture of Maynou, Garnacho and Hoyland. Garnacho's a good... You see, this is the problem with people's rating with Garnacho. They either go to the extreme on either side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's a good you. <laughs> someone, so, some, someone someone, tweeted, um, and I try to explain this all the time, but I get frustrated talking about, like, youth football with people on Twitter and stuff like that because no one will be knowing what they're talking about. But, like, someone's tweeted, like, oh, the, the purpose of an academy isn't only to provide you with, like, top-end, top-tier talent. Is also to fill out your squad with good, exactly. like B tier talent that could be good options and blah blah blah. And I feel like Garnacho falls into that kind yeah. of category. Like, if we were to sign a player as good as Garnacho, we'd have to spend like fifty million on him. Exactly, mm. but we don't because we found one out of our academy. You get what I mean? Right, right, yeah. Garnacho maybe maybe may, maybe not be a hundred million talent, but like he's a fifty million talent. Right, and I if think... you want to spend fifty million to have a player like that on your bench, you have one out of your academy. That's you right. hit the jackpot. I think. I think it's. I, I think that's the most important purpose to me because it then gives you the ability to go out and sign the best of the best. Because as man, as Man United, you're able to get that. So if you're a, able to get those players to to basically 
fill out the squad so you're not buying your fucking Van der Beeks or your Freds or whatever. Because that the amount of money we've wasted on that is ridiculous. Players, yeah. So if if you're able to do that and they're able to sign the best in class, then that's perfect. And then also you're able to sell to get some money back as well. And also just in terms of the general football ecosystem, it's good to have a good academy, to have players f- f- flow down as well. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I agree, man. I think um with uh, like I was watching Spurs versus Everton on um Saturday early kickoff. Yeah, James Garner, that's a good pro, man. He's, he's just a that's good, a good player. pro. That's a good player. Who? Garner, James Garner. That's just yeah, a good yeah, he's not, he's not, honestly, but honestly, James, having James Garner would have made more sense than fucking <laughs> having Sophie and Amrabat right now. Yeah, right, 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 right. So and, and listen, and listen, I'm you know me, I'm not fucking one of like I, I, I endorse youth, but you know me, I only endorse youth that like I proper rate, right? Like, there's some, there's some, there's some, there's some United youth niggas that will hype anyone that's coming out of that. Oh my god. <laughs> They don't have anyone. Bloody murder about anyone. Like I see niggas crying about some Matteo Mejia over there. That's not even real. <laughs> I promise you, it doesn't exist. They made him up. The way <laughs> they were crying about Alvaro Fernandez, I see. He's crying about some Alvaro Fernandez. Let's let's not oh take the piss now. Come, come on, on, bro. Like have some standards. Isaac Hansen, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, like like <laughs> that one I can understand, but also I can understand it from his his point to want to want to play football. But still, like the way these guys will cry about. Everyone, I'm like, brother, like, calm down, man. It's all we got, lads. You guys have to just, just remember, this is all we got. Just give them a, just, you know, just give them some grace. This is all we've got. Like, what's impressive to me, though, is how many midfielders we're churning out and the conveyor belt seems There's to There's so be, much. There's more yeah, coming. Yeah, the conveyor belt doesn't seem to be slowing down. So Which I know is like, good, because yeah. back in the day, we had none. We like, had none. All the time, we had none. The only, the, the, the only one that used to give me vibes was Joe Rothwell. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Ben Pearson partnership. Sean Sean Goss. I oh ain't marked him. I, I ain't marked him. Left Carrick. I thought I was left with Carrick. I ain't him. How did Those he not know? Injuries, they, they robbed us. They robbed us. Oh, Sean Goss. Brother. He, had, he had some of the maddest tape I seen at the current. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yeah, football is a cruel game, man. Honestly. Oh, man. These guys, they, like they're, they're, they're class, and they just don't get the opportunity at the uh, at the senior level. So yeah, like like we say, the, the the academy is thriving, and I think you guys have summed up exactly how we want to be using it. What I'm hoping, obviously, mainly is like established himself now. No matter what happens with Ten Hag, he's a first team player now. I told I told man it was gonna happen. I told man it was gonna. Man, I was like, oh, Tim, you know the manager, he's not gonna fucking play him. I'm like, as soon as he plays that first game. <laughs> yeah. And people see what we're working. That's that's the that's the issue that Hannibal had. Like he was just serving up too much mid. Yeah. Let's be honest. I remember when we was having a conversation, Aqua was like, oh, like, Aqua was like, oh, I don't think Ten Hag's going to play. I'm like, bro, I, he's not yeah. showing us anything to make us think he should be starting games. Right. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's, he's just on the pitch basically being Dennis the Menace. Like, he was just... Dennis the Menace. <laughs> running around being a nuisance. Like, that's just so crazy. It's, it's actually so funny because if you watch it before that, you will think, this is not a guy... But he just came as the first team and said, you know what? Fuck I'm it. just going to... Oh. I'm going to smash into you to make me feel, feel, feel better. And that was his whole game. <laughs> that was his whole game. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to smash into you to make me feel better. <laughs> it's so insane. It's so insane. But yeah. Right, man. Man. This club is crazy. Uh, next one is for Max90. 
What missed signing do you think would have been most transformative in terms of our squad slash stability? For example, August 2012, Musa Dembele for Fulham at OT. Oh, we went far. Uh, we went that far back. A few days later, what could have been? There's so many though all over the years. I mean, if if you gave me a midfield of Dembele and Carrick, I'll be eat. I would be eating gourmet for till now. <laughs> that would have fed me for the last twelve years. So we missed yeah. out on Aiden Hazard. So let's start there. Oh mm. Jesus! <laughs> we, we missed start- out. We missed out on Sadio Mane. Yes. Yeah, we missed, we missed out on Tony Cruz. Yeah, do you know funniest thing? Because, because, because class of '92 said they weren't feeling him. Crazy, which is ridiculous because Skulls towards the end of the season, his career was like I watched Tony Cruz, like I he's class and I watched. I think Tony it was, Cruz. was it Ryan Giggs? It was it Ryan no, Giggs? Was... No, it was. I think it was Ten Hag who said he's a ten and he wants to play as a six. So I'm not gonna get him. You mean Van Gaal? You mean Louis Van Gaal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We could have um we could have signed him when he was at Bayern, like. On the Moyes, yeah, well, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing is, Moyes had it so sewn up, then he got sacked. Yeah, and oh, then Lord. and then basically Van Hal comes in and said, Yeah, he's not he's not a six, he's a ten. So I'm don't want him. In that year oh, period, we missed, we missed, do, do, don't you remember we missed out on Seth Webber with Thiago and Tony Cruz? Bro, yeah. Moyes, Moyes knew what we needed, by the way. He's had an ID, he, he actually knew what we needed because even because even that summer we wanted the Rossi as well. Like he knew we need we need a proper midfielder in there. So we're trying to get one. And he actually agreed to Cruz. It was basically done. And then because he got sacked. Yeah, they just scrapped it. He was just too he couldn't get enough out of this group of players just to get him to a summer. Yeah. To then start to bring his own players in, man. Because because yeah. because he tied up Shaw and Herrera. Obviously he, he would attack he would want to tap Cruz as well. Um, and he did his thing, boy. <laughs> but I think uh, the miss one, I think Ramos in 2015, that one where it felt really? like, yeah, because it felt like it was close, but then he just basically used us for like a new. I don't think any of those were any of them Barca Real ones. I don't, real, I don't believe that Ramos shit was ever close. Uh, I don't bro. think any of them Real guys were real, bro. I was hoping so much, man. That Ramos one, I would have been taken to the moon. I can't even lie, man. I would have been taken yeah, to the moon. You're not leaving Royal Madrid. You ain't leaving Bro. Royal Madrid for this shit. And, and you know what? From that day, I started a nasty agenda on him. I can't even lie. <laughs> That's the main reason. What did he do after that? What, probably a couple Champions League? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he won three back-to-back. <laughs> you know what, Elijah? I'm going to show you. <laughs> he, he showed me. He showed me. Uh, there's, there's, there's so many. There's so many. Like, obviously, Eden Hazard was uh, Fergie saying he's not paying the agent fee, um, which was I don't know how much. That he was. knows. Yeah, that yeah, was like was... that was like five mil or something like that. Sound dumb like that. Crazy. Now, when you yeah. hear that, not, that doesn't sound like no money, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. ridiculous, ridiculous. Because I think they got it for like what thirty-five or so. Yeah, Plus, so it was like thirty-two. Then the a- then the agent fee on top, and then well, basically you got the family, man. Simple as. For Fergie said 20% of the fee, get out, get out of here, mate. He said, get out of here. But over the years, so many that we've we we've heard about. Uh next is Count Dracula. Are you confident that this cohort of United youngsters, Maynu Hoyland, Garnacho, Diallo, will reach the potential unlike the previous generation, Rashford, Marshall, Shaw? Well, the issue with the previous generation is they got mismanaged for most of their career. So yeah. we can only hope for better luck this time. That's right. it. 
I feel but, like I, I feel like it's unfortunate the way. Well, less so with Shaw because I, I I just feel like he's just a fucking pussy to to to, to be honest. So, but I do feel like, and to be fair, wait, let me be fair to Shaw. That leg break was. That yeah, was, yeah, a couple that was a career ender. Yeah, literally, it was very close to him losing that leg. So yeah, fair enough. And then to get Marino after that, who's basically saying, "I don't care." <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of like it's kind of mad. But yeah, yeah, I feel like with Marshall Rashford, they were so mismanaged to to the point where, of course, you don't want their development to be stunted where they're signed over. But the amount of pressure they were put under, it's like they weren't given. The freedom to develop in both ways, where they right. were they weren't able to be, to be brought out at the right times, where they they they, they could probably build build back their confidence, mm. or where literally the, the the manager was saying, "You're not good enough. I don't. I'm gonna sign a, a Lukaku over you, or a, a, a fucking Finnish Sanchez over you." So yeah. it's like I feel like we mismanaged them so badly, and then that glimpse that they gave us in that season in nineteen twenty that could have been us. But it's man, that lockdown ball, man, we weren't going out, lads. Football was on every day. Boom, hooping. Two, three days hooping. Two, three days hooping. Ah, man. Woo! It was we. At least we had it though, man. When we were kings. Hey, man. Those six weeks. Can't replace it, man. Can't replace it, man. Curtis <laughs> Vino Monti. Probably too late, but how's that Juju number eight ACL looking? A-C-E-L-L. <laughs> it got passed on to Lisandro, so you... That, yeah, that, 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 that tells you how we're going. We can't do, no, no. Do, do you know what? I just looked through now since he's been at United, yeah. I feel... I think he's missed one game where it wasn't due to a suspension, and that was just because he was ill. He's never yeah. been injured. Bro, what about that time he was in a cast and then by like two, three days later, he was playing he, again? He, he, his li- yeah, yeah. he literally, literally limped off the pitch. His ankle was fucking swollen like a balloon and he played the next game. The next game was four days later. I don't understand. Big man thing will curse. I promise you. <laughs> literally. How? 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 No, how has he done that? <laughs> he's amazing. He's amazing, man. He's no, amazing. Like, you that have one, to respect it, bro. You have to respect it. That one, I was certain he was missing the next game. I was like, he has to be yeah, like, yeah, I was like, he, he was missing like a couple of weeks. He literally came off in the FA Cup semi final because right. he was injured. He was limping yeah. and he played the next game and he was fine. Yeah, he's built, he's built on stuff, some different stuff. This is a good question um, from Max Knighty again. What realistic steps will Ten Hag need to take to redeem himself in the eyes of the cast? Or is there no way back from here? Next time we play Man City, pump them 7-0. So no way back, yeah? No, honestly, under my heart, I just want to see some good football. Is that unreasonable? Is that so unreasonable? That's nah, very reasonable, bro. Very reasonable. We don't even have to finish top four. Maybe right. FA, FA Cup will be nice to end the season on a high. Just give us something, man. Yeah, literally, like last season, I was able to take the mediocreness because we we were getting results and we'd done r- relatively well. We and it was built on like solid, exactly solid defensively. Like yeah. we don't have that anymore. Yeah. So it's like, but you're, you're the worst thing is 
defensively this season, if you look at the league, we're not even that crazy, you know? Like, yeah, didn't you say we're like the sixth? Like, yeah, I feel like you can see like two goals a game. Like. <laughs> yeah, we, we are the sixth best team, and really, really, and, and truly, it's only City, Arsenal, and Liverpool that are way yeah. ahead of us. Like, it is yeah. so, and Onana has seven clean sheets, and that's second in the league. I don't like so, like, defensively, are we the farmers? Ah, oh, it's crazy, man. <laughs> no, 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 <coughs> no. I posted a, a, I posted a screenshot of League on the other day. Nice have scored 20 goals. They've conceded 11 goals. They're second in the league, bro. Fucking hell. Yeah, no. I, saw that. I think you said only Monaco and PSG want to score in this league. Bro, literally every, <laughs> everyone else is literally less than 1.5 goals a game in that top 10. All Nice do is draw away from home and beat you 1-0 at home. Bro, literally. I think, yeah, because even when they beat, I think even when they beat PSG, it was like three two. Yeah, so like, there you go. Yeah, like five of those thirty one one goals in their games have come have come in one one game, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. absolutely insane. Yeah. So yeah, to to answer your question, it's just good football. A plan like the, the, this January where we didn't have many games. I was so it was so nice, man. And then I think it was you maybe who tweeted dreams like. I thought we were down to one game a week. Why am I seeing two games? Yeah, I'm like, shit. Yeah. yeah I'm like, shit. What happened to my one game a week? <laughs> Why are you not saying you didn't want Europa no more? Like, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So just give us something to enjoy. Give us players to enjoy. Um, and give us the feeling that we actually have something we can build upon. Because with you again, it looks like um, you don't have a clue, man. But then you see us with our best players and we look like a different team. So I do pity him that literally all our best players have either underperformed or they've been injured for a significant amount of time this season. Not much you can do when that when that happens, man. Um, a few more other questions, but it's nothing we haven't answered on the pod. Elijah, Reams, that's always a pleasure. I don't know how many more times this season we're going to pod off the back of two wins in a row. Enjoy it. Yeah, we go, we go, we go, we go. Take, do you know what? Yeah, even even after them little couple back to back wins, I was even looking at the schedule. Like, yo, like when we play everybody next, everybody was everybody. Ooh, we got coming. Like, yeah, Aston Villa, that's a big game. They, they, you know, I played that far ahead of us. You know, couple two two results, but yeah, man, we we got Villa on Sunday, so we'll know exactly where we stand come next week. We've actually got a nice run coming up, and then it gets nasty at the end of the season, though. Hey, yeah. listen, Hannibal's back on the bench for Sevilla tonight, so we might be getting our little seventeen million at the end of the season. After all, we ain't getting our, we ain't getting. Our little change for Van der Beek. No, <laughs> if you can sign that idea to the scrap heap, we ain't getting our change for that. We might get I a little change for Alvaro as well from Benfica. Get that I'm spreadsheet out, Elijah. In fucking Germany, Jesus Christ, man. Literally, literally, Frankfurt were begging for uh attacker as well because they've had they had guys injured, they had guys at AFCON at, at, at the Asia Cup, they were begging for someone and they got him. And they're like, you know what? Yeah, man, this guy's cheeks. We're good off that. We're good off that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's cheeks, man. Ah, cool, lads, man. That's always a pleasure, man. We go again. Peace. Love. Love. Sports Social Podcast Network.